Hello, and welcome to another episode of Never Seen It. It's a podcast where we watch movies we've never seen and then talk about them. I'm one of your hosts, Betsy. With me, as always, is Trent, my husband. I'm always here. Always? Always. Well, for this anyway. Yes. It would be very awkward if I did this alone. Yeah. <laughs> well, today we are going to be watching a movie that neither of us has seen. Uh-huh. It is 2015's James Bond film Spectre. Somehow we've made it six years without seeing this Daniel Craig movie. It's very surprising because I can't tell you how many times the two of us have told each other, we really should watch Spectre. Well, and I don't know why we didn't see it in the theater in the first place. In 2015, the only thing I could think of is it's when we were moving. It was when we were moving, and I think the other reason was this movie got mixed reviews. Yeah. Like, we weren't... We're going to talk a lot about Skyfall in this because Probably. that's the most recent one that we've seen <laughs> and it is by far the best. Right. It's kind of an every other role with Daniel Craig. Yeah. So Casino Royale, really good. Quantum yeah. of Solace, mixed reviews. Yep. Skyfall, really good. Yeah. Spectre, mixed reviews. Uh-huh. The new one that's coming out in a week mm-hmm. is getting really good reviews as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So we'll see what this one is. But yeah, Spectre, I mean, it's got everything we could want. Yeah. You've got Daniel Craig, yep. who has proven himself a worthy Bond. Uh-huh. You've got Ray Fiennes who as has, the new... Who has taken over uh, Judy Dench's yep, position the as new M. M. Yep. Uh, ben Whishaw as mm-hmm. Q. Q. He's back. And then the mm-hmm. villain in this we got, one... We got new new villain. Yep. Is, Christoph Waltz. Thank you. Yep. Uh, yeah, so there's no real reason for us not to have seen this. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why we again, missed it. Again, I said it before, I we, we told each other many, many times, we should just watch Spectre. Yeah. We've had the Daniel Craig collection, quote unquote, on our shelf forever. Right, <laughs> and I think now is the time simply because I yeah. think there is a little bit of a continuation with the next story. Right, and you normally don't get that with James Bond movies. No, most of the Bond movies, there is no continuation. You don't have any reference to anything that right. happened before, but Daniel no. Craig's been the kind of the exception. Yeah. They've sort of carried over stories. The only connection have been the people who play the bit characters. Yeah. Emma's always the same, Q is always the same, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Now, you had... No, no, there's a different thing with Judy Dench. Right. Judy Dench, her health has been waning. I was surprised that she got through Skyfall, and it was kind of all about her. Right. Well, and that felt like it was going to be her last movie, and then she's like, no, I'm still good. Yeah. I'll make a bunch more. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Because she's still sharp and everything, but sure. it's... Uh, she has... Um, she what has do they call it? De- de- that. degeneration. Yeah, she's eye. losing her eyesight. Yeah. So you might have to help her get to her spot and stuff, which for an mm-hmm. actor is really important. You sure. need to hit your marks. Sure. And once you can't do that anymore, it becomes difficult to pursue that career yeah. but people have been acting well beyond their prime of course as long as they're flexible and making accommodations like mm-hmm. uh what was her name uh cecily tyson uh she was uh, i'm trying to think if there's anything you'd actually know her from she was in roots Okay. When we watched that miniseries, mm-hmm. and she acted until she was like 90-some years old. Well, who was the gal who just won a Tony at 95? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, no, she's 90, I think. 
Yeah. But no, Cecily Tyson, they would basically have to like whisper lines into her ear. She was in, I think, The Good Wife or something recently. Uh, okay. And she couldn't hardly do anything. She couldn't memorize her lines, but she could deliver her lines. Yeah. So somebody would read her her line. She'd go into character. She'd do the line and they'd get it on film. <laughs> Just let these people retire, damn it. They don't want to retire. Ugh, Judy yeah, Dench more, doesn't more want like to retire. Their agents don't want them to retire. No, they if they wanted to retire, they would. Look at I Sean know. Connery to bring it back to James Bond. Sure. Sean Connery said, "I'm done," I'm and done. he stayed done. Yes, yeah. for twenty plus years. What was the last movie he did? What? I think it was The League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. He did like three or four in like the late '90s, early 2000s, and then that mm -hmm. was it. Yep. And he said, "Peace out. I'm, I'm gonna done. go to the island I own, and I'm gonna <laughs> golf for the rest of my life and watch tennis." And like, that was that 20 was years his ago. It was like his last public appearance yeah. was at that fucking. It was like his game. only public appearance, right? In he, like a decade, he disappeared for 20 years. Yeah. And the next time we heard about him, it's like it's because he died. You yeah. know, him and Gene Hackman yeah. are the two guys I can think of that. Just that just fucked off forever. Same thing. You Gene know? Hackman has been basically off the radar for yeah. twenty years. Yeah. But he checked in this year and said, "I'm still alive. Right. I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm old and skinny, but it's me. Yeah. Still still kicking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So what do you? Let's bring it back to the movie. So what do you yeah. know about this movie? So let's check back in with where we were yeah. when Skyfall ended. So James Bond kind of had his he he was hit at home. Quite yes. literally. Yes. They went back to his old stomping grounds. And he had been basically declared dead. Yeah. But he came back. Yeah. Because they were all being attacked. Right. Yeah. yeah. Agents of MI6 were being attacked. Well, the building itself. And, and the building itself. The building. Yes, exactly. And they had a list of MI6 agents. Yes. Of double O agents. Yeah. That uh, this guy who was a Javier Bardem's character, mm -hmm. I don't remember his name. But he was fucking twisted. Yeah. I really liked his he character. He was a very that. good villain. Yeah. They really got after him. And, mm -hmm. and they got into the system. Like, they got hacked. Like, Q's system got hacked. Yep. And it was a very, very modern kind of a James Bond thing. Mm -hmm. And the whole motif was, you know what? Bond is finished. Yeah. There was a whole thing about him at the beginning, like, not being able to shoot straight. Yep. Um, like he was failing all of his tests mm -hmm. and they just let him pass because they need him. Yeah. They don't need his skills. They need him. Mm -hmm. So, so at the end, Judy Dench is gone. Yeah. We've got a new M. We've got, uh, the new Q is still there. Money Penny is introduced as Money Penny. Because she didn't really have a That's name before. That's right. She showed up at the beginning, but it's yeah. not until the end that we say We didn't her know name. her name. Mm -hmm. Right. And she's back in this one. Yep. So I assume... I think she's got a pretty big role in this one I and this yeah, new one. I would assume, yeah, she's Inspector. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know she's in the last one. So he's basically reinstated as, hey, this is usual business. Yep. I don't know what if there's any, like, existing threat, but I know Spectre goes into No Time to Die. Like, there's a, there's a complete through line between okay. this movie and the next one. So it is important for us to have seen this. Yeah, if we I want to see the next I one. I would not want to go into the next one and not having watched this movie. Which is exactly why we're doing it today. 
Well, yeah, that's pretty much all I know. I don't know the plot. I'm going to go with uh, evil villain plotting to do bad. Hey, Christoph Waltz <laughs> can be a bad guy. He is, yes. Yeah. He's a good villain. I'm getting a little tired of it, if I'm completely honest. I think he's getting kind of pigeonholed into that role. Well, he, and he, he can, can do be, so much more. He can be the scary European. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so hopefully uh, he's good in this. He's going to do some he's villainous good things. In Come on. <laughs> Yeah, but that's all I know. Uh, any other thoughts, any other stuff that you've heard about this? Somehow no. we've managed to not have this spoiled in six years. That's very strange. And I think it's probably because not as many people cared about this one. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't get out there. You know, Daniel Craig is good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really curious what he's going to do next after Bond because, you know, he's only in his 50s. Yeah. He still looks uh, good. He, he has he's another Knives Out coming. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if you haven't seen Knives Out, go see Knives Out. It's great. Okay, well, with that, we are going to go and watch Spectre, and we will be right back. So that was Spectre. Yeah. Trent, immediate thoughts. I'm conflicted. How are you conflicted? A couple of reasons. First being, I had no idea that they were going to connect all of these movies together. Yes, I think also it would not have made too much of a difference had you actually rewatched the other ones right before this. I agree with you. I wouldn't have known either way. No. But at, <laughs> at, but at least... I would have gotten the context for what they're talking about. I suppose. At least some of it, anyway. I know a lot of it is new, and they introduced this character that is a, a character from long past movies. Right. So, I feel like they were just kind of shooting their shot with this movie to say, Hey, all of these Daniel Craig movies are all connected. Please, let us keep making them. Right. Yeah, it is something that is new to the Daniel Craig James Bond, that there yeah. is a through line. Right. This literally has not happened yeah. in all of James Bond ever. And they've yeah. made 25 of these things or right. something. Right. <laughs> While ambitious, it's not like the Marvel movies where they're giving you like standalones. and then, things yeah, in and out. And... It's more, here's a story, here's a story, here's a story. Oh, by the way, they're all connected. Yeah, and this man <laughs> has been pulling the strings all the time. I was always there, but you never saw me. Man in the shadows. <laughs> oh, and also, he's like a super villain for James Bond. Yeah. Who is a reinvention of a previous villain. Yeah, Blofeld. Which, how, how you got that and yeah. I didn't like... Obviously, he shows up with a, a white Persian white cat. cat yep. I did think that odd. Mm -hmm. Oh, the supervillain with a cat. Yep. But then he gets blowed up and he has a scar. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's Blofeld. It's like, what do you mean it's Blofeld? He the said, guy from the James Bond movie. He said his name when he was in the chair. Right. And it didn't mean anything to me. So, okay, I, I recognize the name Blofeld, not because I saw any of those old movies. I was going to say, because I've seen a lot of these, but mm -hmm. I have not seen them in many, many, many years. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen... The only James Bond movies I have seen 
are all of the Daniel Craig ones up to this point and Goldeneye. That's it. You have no knowledge before that. I mean, mean, knowledge, sure, but I don't have, like, firsthand I've seen the movies. No. Meanwhile, I think I've seen all of the Sean Connery, maybe except one. I've seen... I've probably seen all of the Roger Moore. I've definitely seen at least one of the Daltons, one of the two. Yeah. And I've seen, seen all the Pierce Brosnan. I've actually only seen three out of the four. There's one I haven't there seen. Four? There's four. <laughs> Show us how much you were paying attention in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. Yes, there are four. I haven't seen the last one. Okay. But I've seen all the Daniel Craig ones, save the new one that's about to be released. Yeah. But I didn't. I don't know all the villains. I don't know the lore. Mm-hmm. I bet if I talked to my dad, you know, he once oh, upon sure. a time watched all these movies, which is why I've seen so many of them because my dad okay. liked them. These all are right. dad movies. They are a different kind of dad movie. Yeah. So what did you think? I agree with you. I think while it wasn't the, it wasn't bad. It's just a little confusing because I'm expected to remember all these things that happen. And let's be honest, Quantum of Solace is kind of a mess and it's hard to follow on its own, let alone trying to bring back characters from two movies ago. From Quantum of Solace. No! Casino Royale was remarkable because they were reviving the the series, reviving the, the character and assigning new things to it, putting it into more modern times, because with Brosnan, it was the first time after the fall of the Soviet Union. You had to get a new enemy. Right. Now, Daniel Craig, his stuff is more intelligence-based and not not this, like, super spy shit. No, it's more, every single one of these movies, it's like, you're, you're old hat and we don't need spies anymore. Yeah, and this is an old movie. man's game. Yeah. <laughs> every year we're putting you on the bench. You're All not playing pencil this game. Pushers and, <laughs> well, it's not just him. It's, it's M and Q. And the, whole that, all, that, the whole organization. The whole organization. The double O unit. This one more than any because they're mm-hmm. literally. Shutting it down. Shutting it down and combining it with MI5. And yeah. MI5 is more the public facing intelligence agency. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So basically, it is the equivalent of our CIA. Yeah. But in reality, the CIA's like scope is nothing compared to what the NSA is. So in this case, a C, as he is referred to, is the new head of the overall intelligence agencies. He knows someone. He's like friends with the Homeland Security Secretary or something. He's the Home Secretary. yeah. Yeah. Which is their version of their that. version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets it in his mind that we're going to combine all of the intelligence agencies. We're going to kick to the curb all of the old fossils like 007. And replace the agents with drones. And replace the agents with drones and have more surveillance. More surveillance, Betsy. Everything united around the globe. As if London didn't have enough CCT cameras. Right, right. Like, you guys are surveilling everybody and their mom 24-7. Yeah. Now there's going to be more. And they're and they're joining together with nine other countries that have their own intelligence agencies, and everybody's going to be sharing them. A global network of uh-huh. intelligence. That couldn't ever go wrong. No, Trent. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> so, yeah, I have kind of a lot of mixed thoughts about this. I thought that there were some really... Good action sequences. Uh-huh. I thought some of the look 
Like, there's a lot yeah. of glamour and style yep. to certain parts of this movie. As kind of all Bond movies do. They do. They, they look, do. They always look cool. They're they're extravagant. Yeah. They're like wealthy. Like I always get wealthy, rich, mm-hmm. globe trotting shit. Yep. Like yep. when they're in Africa, they're riding the train and drinking champagne, and it's like 1940 murder right. on the Orient Express. He's kind of wearing thing. his white coat and yeah. just looking dapper as shit, and she comes in with her slinky gown that she just happened to have with her. Yes. You know, getting served martinis yeah, wearing, by a butler. Wearing silk blouses and sunglasses in the desert. Like, it's just some, it's an elevated glamour that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that anymore. <laughs> Except for James Bond Except movies. Except for James Bond movies. I mean... There are through lines. Like, I'm going to probably... I could literally talk about nothing about this movie and just talk about James Bond abstractly sure. for an hour. Sure. And we won't get into that. I could I can mention the, the, the one Pierce Brosnan movie I saw, Goldeneye. They go to Cuba, and they just happen to have these, these outfits with them yes. to go lounging on the beach. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know... Yes. That's how things work. Yes. But we won't get into that. We're going to talk about Spectre. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it could have been better. It was a little bit convoluted. I got a little confused a few times. Yes. Maybe you can help me out. Maybe okay. not. We'll, we'll see if I can clarify. Or maybe the other way around. Yeah. You can clarify for me. Right. So uh, let's just start at the beginning. Opening sequence. Opening sequence. They're in Mexico City. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. This was cool. It started out with one of me and Betsy's favorite film tactics. Yeah. The long shot. It's a single shot. Single shot from the beginning of it until they get inside the building. And then there's like a fake. uh, Potentially. Potential. Anytime you're going to go in front of the camera. Yeah. And it cuts off completely. It's usually. That's a. a, Because remember, this is the same director who directed 1917. Sam Mendes. Which is a movie made to look like one continuous shot. I love Sam Mendes. So he kind of got a taste for it in this movie. And then he went even bigger. That's right. (laughs) So yes, I think you're probably right. This was at least two composite shots. Yeah. But it does really look it was like very impressive. One. It was very impressive. Yeah. Um, so they're all, you know, it's just the the spectacle of that event. They're yep. having a Day Huge of the Dead parade. Festival. Everybody is dressed up. They're all skeletons and top hats. And it's and very boutonniers. cool. Yeah, it looked really cool. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, you know, a man in a three-piece white suit. Mm-hmm. And we don't know who he is. And we don't know what he's up to. Clearly something nefarious. Yeah. But yeah, there's a beautiful woman, there's a long shot, and then he's just sort of parkouring <laughs> along, right. along the edge. Well, he, he tells his lady to, to oh, sit tight, I'll be back for you. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> and yeah, we basically get a villain across the way, and he's got the room bugged, Yeah. and we find out there's going to be like a bombing. Yeah, they're going to bomb some stadium. Yes. So he takes out the guys and... I think he basically triggered the bomb. Like, my assumption was the bombs were in that building, mm-hmm. and that's why it blew up. And I don't know who triggered it or, like, how that happened. I mean, he was just kind of firing at them. I mean, I guess. That would be my only thing. Or maybe that somebody a had a conf- trigger on them. That was a confusing portion for me. It doesn't but really matter. The, the nice touch that I thought where you know, he was pointing his gun that had the... 
I've never seen a, a like a kind of a green blue. hazel blue uh, sight on it, the laser mm-hmm. sight, and it showed through the smoke in the yes. room with them, or yes. like the dust, or like it just showed up well, in the air. Any laser would do that. It's just it, it was it's more. unusual for it to be blue. Mm-hmm. It's normally red. Maybe it's a little during red the time it was easier to see. I don't know, um, but that was a nice touch. Yeah, and then there's, you know, a chase scene where the mm-hmm. guy survives this explosion yeah, and he gets and I on think, a helicopter. Yeah, and I think that scene went on a little bit too long. Like, him going through the crowd is like, yeah, I get it. You're going through the crowds to get to the square where the helicopter is going to come get you. Just just get to the point. Man. Right. Well, this is every single one of these movies. Every James Bond movie that Daniel Craig has been in, and frankly, probably every James Bond movie, if you go back to the beginning, starts mm-hmm. with a big action sequence. It's a lot of action yeah, yeah. and almost no dialogue. Sure. And... It is rare that it doesn't stick the landing because it's setting mm. up the tone for the whole movie. Skyfall, like you yeah. said, they introduce many Money Penny. They don't yep. give her a name, mm-hmm. but it's a dramatic chase sequence. Mm-hmm. There's a train. Mm-hmm. She's a sharpshooter, and she makes a mistake. Yeah, you know. But we raise the stakes and we set up the whole movie. Yep. So yeah, I thought this one was cool. The helicopter scene was intense. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, they're all, like, dragging each other out of helicopters, flying over this crowded Mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, the main area where the parade ends. So there's just thousands of people there. And they're all screaming on the ground. Sure. Because, you know, this helicopter above them is, like, doing flips in the air and upside down. (laughs) Going really too low to be anywhere Uh near them. And just landing. They all just part. You know, I'm just going to land this helicopter. Sure. So we'll just get out of your way. You know, it's like any other day in Mexico City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what, another thing about this movie is they are globetrotting in this movie. Oh, hell yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, it starts in Mexico City and then it just goes 50 places from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're just like, and them fighting on the outside of the helicopter. Yeah. While just, Yeah. Yep. That was probably the most impressive action scene, mm-hmm. and we'll get into it. But I didn't like the—I didn't really like the the car chase in Rome. We'll get to that. But so yeah, title sequence. Yeah, title sequence after they I after was tr- they after he escapes. I was trying to remember who sang the theme song for oh, yeah. this one. Yeah, and the second the song started, I was like, oh yeah, it's Sam Smith yeah. who won the Oscar for this one, mm-hmm. and Adele won the Oscar. And I'm gonna go ahead and say for the next one, Billie Eilish. Congratulations, is least, Billie Eilish. <laughs> at least gonna get nominated, if not win. No, she's gonna have a harder time because there's actual like you know West Side Story kind of. Right, we've got more competition this year as it would have been last year when this movie was when the next movie is supposed to come out. Right. So yeah. Anyway, the last two have won. Billie Eilish is probably going to get nominated for an Academy Award this year. um, The opening sequence was pretty good. It's very somber. Yeah. It's it's like reflecting back on all the horrible shit that has happened to Daniel Craig's character. Yeah. Here's all these villains that you remember, and here's the women who have died, and. Just bringing it all back up. And then he's just... Which, again, it sets up the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't know that at the time. No. Now I know it, but... <laughs> yeah. The the opening sequence for Bond films is a big deal. And yeah. it's always been like this, where mm-hmm. there's, like, women and slow Naked motion. Women. And it's always kind of a kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Cool usually you don't plays. Usually you don't get the Bond just standing there shirtless. No, that was a weird touch. Yeah. <laughs> 
but we still got the uh the opening with him walking across the screen with the scope because he had never done it before had he not done it? I don't think one? he had done it before this. I think he did. I don't know. We're going to need to look into that. You uh, can't make this movie without it. But but I will say, I mentioned that because I don't think Daniel Craig takes his shirt off the rest of the movie. No. He had to get himself in there. Even during sexy times. Uh-huh. He's just unbuttoning That's his shirt. Right. That's right. <laughs> you got to give something for the ladies. And the dudes. Yeah. Well, and this was also... At some point in this movie where you commented on how blue his eyes are. Jesus Christ. Um, in 4K, yeah. it is unnerving how blue his it's, eyes it's are. It's like her, his eyes are just made of silver. Yes. He's just looking into your soul. Yeah. It's it's an, it's ugh, it's eerie sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So after the title sequence, we basically get some of the plot. So he comes back to London and we find out there's going to be this big merger. We meet C, who is Andrew Scott. I think most people would probably know him from most recently. Um, Fleabag. Oh, okay. So he's kind of internet famous for being a, the hot priest in Fleabag. Okay. Uh, the thing I am most familiar with him is he was on Sherlock he plays Moriarty. Oh, okay. He's so good in this show, and he is really good at playing crazy. And in this movie, I wish he had gotten to be more crazy. He gets to be a little crazy. He's very idealistic. Yeah, yeah. He, but he didn't get to go far enough for me. I wanted more crazy from him. And of course, the thing you know him from. The thing I know him from. I, I, I need to say something here. <laughs> uh, I know him from John Adams, the HBO miniseries about John Adams. What? And he is... Uh, he plays Colonel Smith, who is this this man who who served in the army under uh, George Washington and is courting his daughter. Yes, one of his daughters marries his daughter. Marries one of his daughters. Yeah, and he ends up being this uh, piece of shit. Well, <laughs> he, he speculates. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he gets a bad business. He gets man. into some shit and kind of goes off and leaves uh, leaves his wife to go off and try to. Clear his name, basically. History, make, folks. <laughs> make make money and and come back and you know take care of his family once he earns success. Right. And but just he, go watch it. He it's really good. But he doesn't do it until uh, John Adams dies. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's a great miniseries. Look it up on HBO Max. It's fantastic, it, especially if you like that era of American history. So that's Andrew Scott. So him. <laughs> Hey, so if this is. podcast is for nothing else, it's for recommendations, Betsy. <laughs> there you go. Movie reviews. What? Yes. So we find that out and they basically say, James Bond, you're not allowed to go anywhere. You went too well, far. Yeah. So the thing he was doing in Mexico City was not sanctioned. No. The reason why he is there is because Judy Dench, when she was still M, recorded a video before she died. Mm-hmm. I hope it was before she died. Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> it's October, Betsy. <laughs> sure. Uh, saying... Hey, if you're seeing this, I'm already dead. By the way, go kill this motherfucker. Yeah. And then go to his funeral. And go to his funeral. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know why. She clearly knows something uh-huh. that he doesn't know. Uh-huh. He doesn't even know why. Yeah. But he, this was the man he chased on the helicopter. So he killed him. He mm-hmm. threw him out of a helicopter. But before that, he took his ring. Yeah. Well, before he threw him out of the helicopter, yes. Yes. 
Yes, he t- he threw him out of the helicopter. He's dead. He took his ring, and now he's going to go to his funeral in three days. But yeah. of course, he's grounded. So now he's kind of putting out the feelers, asking people for help. So like he enlists Money Penny to kind yeah. of help him out with some information. Yeah, and she gives him a box. She has a box of personal effects from mm-hmm. basically what's left of Skyfall. Because if you recall, it blew the fuck. It up. blew up and burned the hell down. So yeah. there's really nothing left of his childhood home. Yeah. And he's got like a box with some papers mm-hmm. and a picture that's kind and, of burnt. Yeah, and, and the papers are his, essentially his adoption paper. Well, yeah, like temporary, like... Not adoption, s- but like foster care. Yeah, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Guardianship. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Temporary guardianship. Yeah. That's what it's for. Yeah, temporary foster parents because, hey, his parents were killed. Yeah. And he was 12 years old, so yep. he knows what happened. Mm-hmm. So we get that picture there. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're basically, the initial MI building has been blown up, so they're going to tear it down. And now Q is living in like a sewer. He's got new digs. <laughs> new digs underground. Because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't trust the prying eyes of the big fancy new building that uh-huh. they're all moving into. Uh-huh. And he he says, okay, James, come here. We need to talk. And he fills his body with nanobots. <laughs> Nanomachines. Nanomachines. He has smart blood. Smart, smart blood technology. Smart blood. <laughs> What the hell? What kind of name is that? You're James Bond. You can come up with something better than that. No, smart blood. (laughs) They can track him anywhere in the world. And then they show him a really fancy new Aston Martin. But instead, he gets a watch that has a very loud alarm, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. he Coming coming from the guy who, who said in the first... When he was first introduced... Saying, what were you expecting? An exploding pen? Uh Uh-huh. Which is a callback to Goldeneye. (laughs) And probably several other things. Right. But I think that's most where it is known from, anyway. At least recent memory. Recent memory, The people who are watching these grew up watching Pierce Brosnan. Sure. More likely than any of the others. Definitely. Yes. Uh, Yeah, so he's kind of sent packing, but he basically lets Q know, like, I'm going to need your help. And he makes some lineup about... Oh, you know, it takes a couple of days for these this smart. Takes twenty four hours before uh, the 40, smart. Forty eight hours, oh, and then he smiles. <laughs> yeah, sorry, forty eight hours. So yes. we might lose coverage for a little while, but yeah. then it then it goes into effect. Yeah. So of course, what does James do but steal the car and go to Rome? <laughs> you know, you can drive to Rome from everywhere in Europe. Well, you can. I know. <laughs> That's such a strange thing for Americans. I was having the thought the other day how, you know, if I just decided on a whim to go somewhere out of the country, I have a passport, but you don't. But if you would live in Europe, everybody just has a passport. That's like, it's, you're born born with it. And you get a passport. They hand it to you. Yeah. Because you're five minutes away from 23 other countries. Right. So there's no point in not having it. It would make your life a nightmare. It's like driving state to state here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How we go state to state is how they go from country to country. Yeah. It is such a foreign concept to me. No Not pun intended. Foreign, foreign concept. <laughs> I said it. I said no pun intended. Uh, yeah. So he goes to the funeral of this this fancy assassin man in the white suit, and 
<laughs> and who else is there but Monica Bellucci? That's right. There's one scene. This is yeah. all she's in. Yeah. So she's the widow who apparently, because James killed her husband, uh-huh. she's now a target. Yeah. They like don't she, really explain that. So I would say in this criminal organization, you're allowed to be married. And your wife, whoever that happens to be, can know about what you do. But as soon as you're gone, if, if somebody gets to you, she's fair game for the organization to take her out because she knows too much. I guess. That's how I interpret Again, it. Again, it was very vague. Yeah. It was like, let's get Monica Bellucci. You know, the one from The Matrix. The Matrices. <laughs> Which one is she in? She's in two and three. Okay, that's why I don't She's remember. at least in two. I think she's in three. Eh. You haven't seen three. I haven't. I've, I've seen her. What have I? What would I have seen her in? She's in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, God. And uh, she was also on Mozart in the Jungle, which is a TV show you haven't seen. I am aware of it. Yeah, she plays like a crazy Italian opera singer. <laughs> She's not really crazy. She's just a little bit of she's a... She's just an a, Italian opera singer. She's she's a little bit of a live wire. So, like, right. she literally cuts a guy's ponytail off in the middle of a performance. All right. All right. Because she needs to As show you him. should. Yeah. Like, she grabs it and, like, threatens him and cuts off his ponytail in the middle of a live I've broadcast. I've never seen Monica Bellucci in anything else other than this and The Matrix. It is odd to me to have her... I can't picture her being anything but very, very subdued. Yeah, I suppose. And like, She's with, pretty with subdued in this. With a very airy voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So James saves her and then presses her for information and presses her for something else, too. Uh, that's a penis. <laughs> Genuinely, that's just like what happens. Like, women can't deal with James Bond. It's just like, let me put my face next to you and, you know, just go with it. Whatever happens, They happens. always go for it. He never, he never does anything they don't want him to do, but they all want him to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's literally like crying for her life. Yeah. There's literally a tear rolling down her face as he is pushing her up against that mirror. Yep. And undoing start, her, starting to make out and undoing her dress. her dress. <laughs> Let me just help you out of this. Yeah. And then she gives him all the information that he needs, which is basically, since my husband's dead. Well, and he's not even wasting time. Like, nope. He's making out with her, saying, where, where is this? Who is this? Multitasking, Trent. <laughs> he's in a hurry. Multitasking. There's always time. <laughs> but yeah, they basically, there's a this organization her yeah. husband's a part of, yeah. or was a part of, yeah. and they don't normally meet, but they're meeting tonight to mm-hmm. take care of the vacancy that he has left. Correct. So she gives him what's happening, when it's happening, where it's happening, and he just strolls right in. And I'm reminded about this point of the movie, that mm-hmm. he is supposed to be a spy, a secret agent, uh-huh. secret secret yeah there is nothing secret about james bond and this is one of my favorite things about james bond is he literally marches into places announces his name loudly Mm -hmm. and gets in wherever he needs he makes sure that you know his full name that's right he says it twice (laughs) yes (laughs) in case you weren't listening and again everybody seems to know him he's just been around forever and even blofeld knows while he's sitting there that he's there Right. In some capacity. Absolutely. He's no dum-dum. He has yeah. eyes everywhere, so he knows this man has Even though the security t- takes him at his word that, I'm Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. 
Well, he just has to flash the ring and say, yeah, I'm a part of this organization. Let me in. But then they all get on the phone. So clearly, I think they alerted them something weird is going on. But they just let him go about his business and collect all the information he wants. Yep. No big deal. Yep. He's James Bond. So we have this meeting of the minds, let's say. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about, okay, we need to replace whoever this guy's name was. Who the fuck cares? Yep. Um, Assassin man. Yep. So I don't really understand what happens here because the, the guy at the end of the table ends up getting killed. Yes. By Batista. Yes. By the way, Batista's in this. Yes. <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just kind of an excuse to have him in the movie and yeah. make him menacing. Like he I has guess. long, creepy thumbnails that he yeah. uses to impale dude's eyes. Well, you know. If you're Batista and you're you're that size a man and you want to enter a life of crime, yeah, you mm-hmm. can you can kill who you want, I guess, dude. Mm-hmm. Knock yourself out. Yeah, and then he just takes a seat and okay, he's on the board now. Yeah, is he odd job? Is that the joke here? Except instead of he throwing a hat, he doesn't have a bowler hat to, to or throw a shoe. <laughs> Random task. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Like I'd be curious. I don't if even we go know if look. they gave him a name. So they, they, I guess, end that little thing. It's like, okay, yeah, you're on the board now. And uh, Blofeld, who is uh, Christoph Waltz's who's, character. Whose name we don't know. He's we don't find out until much, a, much later. He's a man in the shadows. He's just a menacing dude in the shadows. You don't even see his face nope. until the end of the scene. Right. Where he starts talking and talking directly to James Bond. Mm-hmm. And as he if shows, he was right in front of him. He shows his face enough yeah. that he knows who it is. Yeah. And yeah, then there was a chase scene. So this is the scene you were alluding to before. So he takes his Aston Martin and then Bautista somehow managed to catch up with him. Yep. And they're driving through Rome in these fancy sports cars. So what was weird about this scene or what were you unimpressed with? it, It was a generic chase scene. There was nothing exciting happening with it. Um... It just felt like an excuse to have fancy cars go fast in these in these Italian streets. That's yes. all. That's all. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because we watched all of the Fast and Furious movies and car chases just seem like dull to me if they don't have bombast going on all the time. Where is Vin Diesel? <laughs> I'm serious. I, I'm not even kidding. Like that whole scene was boring and went and again, on too. And it went on too long. Again, this is something I I noticed. Every single time. It's always one guy in the chase scene, in the action sequence. So it's James chasing whoever. Uh-huh. And he has nobody to play off of. Yeah. There's no dialogue. There's no witty repartee. There's yep. no Helen Mirren flirting yeah. with Vin Diesel. Sure. <laughs> it's just James, the quiet, stoic type. Yeah. Uh and you know he does Getting talk away. to himself a little bit when no, he's going through barely when he's, he's going through the switches. He's not talking to himself. He's talking to Q abstractly. Sure, All right, Q, yes. give me something. Yes, and that's like the only that's it. the only highlight from this is the buttons not doing what he thinks they'll do. Yeah, that do. was the only entertaining part of that. Yeah, because the car was designed for 009, Yes, so there's a music station it's, built in for him, <laughs> which he hates. <laughs> it's the music station. Um, 
they didn't load the the guns in the back. It was a prototype, Trent. He stole the car before it it's was true. ready. It's true. <laughs> the flames certainly worked. Yes, the flames worked. And the ejectocito. <laughs> <laughs> ejectocito, cuz. Yeah, so he just, again, has an excuse to get out of the car. And now that... I would have to go back and see which James Bond movie initially did that because it could be that that's tied in to the same Blofeld film. It could be, but it's also in triple X. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of that going around. Yeah. But yeah, that in one of the initial things, that's like one of the first gadgets in James Bond was the ejector seat. Sure. Now, I don't think he ejected. I think other people, he ejected other people. Sure. Uh, but yeah, you know, he lands like a suave motherfucker with yeah. his, with his uh, parachute and mm-hmm. just like walks away. Good, Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> so yeah, just like random chase scene. And we're he getting gets like, away. I mean, he gets away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's kind of a hint that he knows this guy. And that's really all they leave it as. So he knows who this person is. He calls up Money Penny and he says... Look up the file for this dude, mm-hmm. Franz, whatever, yeah. um, who supposedly died 20 years ago in an avalanche with his father. He's presumed dead and they never found the body. Yeah. Which you know in these kinds of movies, if they don't find the body, they're probably not dead. Just like in Game of Thrones, if you don't see them die, that's right. they're not dead. That's right. That happened often in this movie. Yeah. He's difficult to kill, this one. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, so we go back to London and they're having their little meeting with the, what is it called? The, the uh, I-9? The who? They're trying to approve, they're trying to do a vote. Oh yeah. For the new intelligence program. And it doesn't pass. It, it They vote eight to one. Yes. South Africa says South no. South Africa says no. And it has to pass unanimously. Mm-hmm. Much like the UN. Yeah. So this whole combining forces thing isn't going as planned correct yet yet but then c comes out and says well we'll just have to see how uh how, we'll how that goes about that uh. <laughs> i'm hilarious <laughs> yeah uh what happens oh yeah in the car chase there's also a uh, a reference to quantum so yeah. they say mr white from quantum yeah Sauce, so money who- money penny was saying yeah, this guy was involved, and this is where like my my understanding of what was happening went way off the rails because they're referring yeah. to previous movies that I don't remember a goddamn thing about, and we finally find out. Okay, this is where James Bond is gonna go next. He goes yeah. to Austria. Yes, to find this guy yeah. who is apparently from Quantum, yeah. who I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, apparently he was in Quantum of Solace. I don't remember him. I don't care. It doesn't actually matter. Not really. We're just, he's there to set up that he has a daughter. Right. Well, he, that, that he has a connection to Blofeld and he was a member of this organization. Yes. And he's got a daughter who he's yeah. protecting. Right. So James says, I'll, I, I will protect her. Right. Before he goes there, uh, M has a, a calls up. This is right after they voted. M calls up Q and says, oh, we just saw this thing on the wires saying, hey, there's this fancy Aston Martin in the river. Yeah. In, in Rome. Can you confirm Can that you Bond please, is in London? Please confirm the Bond is actually in London. Mm-hmm. And Cute straight up lies. Yeah. He says, yep, he's in Chelsea. Uh-huh. Definitely there. Yep, yep. yep. Don't but, you worry. But he pulls it up and he is in Austria. So 
we go on this trek to snow-covered Austria. I didn't know it snowed there. Whatever. Yeah, there's mountains and shit. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, he's in the middle of nowhere. And I don't even know what this... Mr. White, they called him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't remember who this is. He's some guy... He's some recluse. He's gonna. He was poisoned though, so yeah. he's gonna die anyway. Right. So they have this little meeting, and he says, "Yeah, you have no idea what he is capable of. He is everywhere. He is, um, which right there gave the connection that he has something to do with his intelligence service mm-hmm. that C is trying to implement. Um, again, it's it's all kind of too convenient and very very connected, and I wish they would have let the audience." connect the dots themselves rather than just giving away here well they're giving it to us but i'm missing information because i just haven't seen this movie often enough to mm -hmm. remember why any of this is relevant right but so they have their little meeting and he says yeah i have a daughter yep go to this place you can find the l'american 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 um and again those were some words like her name, where she is, and the American. I don't. Re- I don't really understand words like that. You just, just please speak slower to me. I'm a stupid American. I know this is a complicated spy movie, yes. but I'm a stupid American. Please yes. just slow down. <laughs> or maybe we should just turn on subtitles <laughs> for all of these. I don't know. But yeah, then Bond goes to find her. She's this fancy doctor. Yeah. He says who she, who he is, and I'm here to protect you. She wants nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. She wants nothing to do with this She kicks life. him out. And then Q shows Q up. Q shows up. Because he basically says, your ass is grass. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm in hot shit here. <laughs> Uh, Monty Penny is in the same position. Yep. Our careers are over if you don't end this right now. Yeah, you're coming with me. We're going home. We're having to lie for you, mm-hmm. and we can no longer continue to do this. Right. And he says, okay, I get it. One more thing, though. Analyze this ring. Yeah. Tell me where- Give me an hour. Yeah, give me an hour. We'll, I'll meet you at your hotel, and that's the end of that. But in the interim, the daughter gets kidnapped. Yep. Madeline. And we have another action sequence. Which, I I think that action sequence was pretty good. Where did he get a plane? You know, this this plane's in the mountains. I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) I looked away for like a second and then he's in a fucking airplane for no real reason. Except we needed an airplane chase also well, in this movie. We already we had did. a helicopter and we had cars, so now we There's a lot an of shooting of guns at aircraft. Ping, ping, <laughs> in, ping, in this ping. Movie. So good. Ping, ping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a spy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just, I don't know. I I didn't need one more action the sequence here. The plane falling apart was a nice touch. I like that. I was a little bit confused and bored at this point, so I kind of wasn't invested in this action sequence. Yeah, and I also don't know who the hell this lady is and why she, why it's it. Why is it relevant? Why, why it is matters. he chasing them? Why, why are they here? Why did Batista kidnap her? Right. What information is she going to give him? What does she need to be involved for at all? Yeah. Like, I, uh, is it just to, to prevent her from telling Bond about it? I guess. I mean, she knows some information, but she clearly doesn't know everything. And she knows enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So this whole thing could have been cut for me. I would have been fine without it. Uh But she should have just 
went with Bond. Yeah. So we find out that Q has done his research and this ring. He put ring. the ring on a little tiny miniature scanner. Yes. And apparently you can get DNA information off of that. Okay. So do none of these people wash their hands? <laughs> Okay. There were like fingerprints and DNA all over this ring. And there's uh-huh. like 12 people who have held this ring. Also, like he put it in the dust in the dude's cabin. Yeah. And yeah. And it's covered in blood. Well, That's... that one was covered in his blood. Remember sure. when he took it off his finger? Yeah. That. But again, do none of you, you're all <laughs> running around with this ring on your hand and you're all filthy beasts. Well, you know, there's a lot of like crevices in it. Maybe your skin gets in there and it's hard to clean. I don't know. I just, that's all I could think of is was, was, you know, you've had so many people have had this ring yeah. and all of their DNA is still on here. You're telling me not one of you got wet wearing this thing. <laughs> I don't believe you. I own jewelry. I do remove it occasionally, but some jewelry you wear all the time. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a weird thought that bothered me. It's like, yeah. how did you get all this information? Yes. You're smart, Q, but you're not that smart. <laughs> so Q finds all this information and he goes to Bond after the, the chase and who the fuck cares about that uh, and says, hey, I think you're on to something here. Yeah. It's all part of one organization. Yeah. Every hey, villain, remember this movie? Hey, remember this movie? Yeah. Hey, remember this movie? Every it's all connected to this motherfucker. From every movie that you've been in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know you're in movies, but yep. this is how this works. Yes. All of these missions are connected. Yeah. And they're all under the same umbrella organi- organization. And they don't know what it's called. But of course, she knows what it's called. It's called Spectre. Spectre. Which again, this is apparently some, you know overarching James Bond lore from the novels. Okay. Which I I didn't know that. Because Blofeld is apparently in charge of that. Yes. Like, this is the first time they've ever, like, really tied it back. Like, they're all based on novels, and I've never read these novels. No. But it's just weird when they actually, like, start drawing larger connections because Mm -hmm. they just don't really spend a lot of time doing that. You know, it's like the extended universe. Yeah, exactly. They find out all this this information, and they go on a train trip. Well, no, they're talking about uh, La Mercaine. They're looking for a person. Oh, right. So they're looking for a person, but she says it's not a person. And it's a place. So they go to Morocco. So they go to Morocco to this hotel called L'American. Yes. And they have, you know, like time ransacking this room and there's nothing there. So he threatens a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Who sent you? Who, Who sent do you, you work for? <laughs> I liked some of those moments. The in this little movie. moments like, hey, this is a silly movie. Just. Don't take yourself too seriously. Well, like in the in the uh, chateau or wherever he was up in the mountains, the secure the low level security guards try to kick him out. Yeah, and he shoves him. and He says, "No, no, S- no. sit down, stay down, stay down." <laughs> you know, just that kind of stuff. And like the thing with the mouse, that's the stuff that I enjoyed because James he- Bond movies should be cheeky. He's a very cheeky bastard. Yeah. And there's lots of those moments, like pretty much every interaction he ever has with Q. <laughs> sure. And I like Q in this. Mm-hmm. Like, I miss the old dude, but hey, this this new guy's good. Yeah. Like, this guy is a little more straight-laced, where the Q in the old movies yeah. was a silly old man. Yeah. They've kind of reversed roles. Now James is just being cheeky the whole time, and he's just trying to do his job. <laughs> Listen here. Well, like I said, what did you expect? An exploding pen? Yep. But they finally figure out there's like a secret room behind the room and it's full of spy equipment. 
and they're trying to basically track this bad guy. Sure. Who again? It's Franz. And so they find him in the middle of nowhere in the desert. Yeah. So they all get on a train. Like I said, it's like an old-fashioned train, and it's a lot of glitz and glamour, even though it's not. It's just them, like, choosing to get all dolled up <laughs> and eat in the club car. Oh, eat? <laughs> There's no eating in there. That's all drinking. That's true. I don't think I've ever seen James Bond eat anything. <laughs> he just drinks oh, a lot. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, man. I don't know if I've ever seen him eat anything. Yeah. He just... Maybe an olive. Do they put olives in his martinis ever? Yes. Yes, there were three in these. There you go. That's his diet. <laughs> a steady diet of... Pimentos. Of vodka-soaked <laughs> olives and pimentos. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, then again, we get kind of a, a little bit of insight. Like, they get flirty, the two of them, him and this woman, swan. Well, she says, stop staring. He says, well, stop looking like that. Yeah. And then Batista shows up inexplicably. How did he got on the train? I don't know. It doesn't also matter. looking very dapper. Yeah, three piece Bat- suits. Batista looked dapper in this entire movie. He did, and he didn't say a word. Except until he did <laughs> the very end. The very end of that fight, which was, I think, a good fight. Like small spaces like that. And we we've talked about it before. Where if you're cutting, if the scenes are too long and you're not cutting quick enough. It, it seems odd, and in a small location like this, it's harder to do it. But I think they pulled it off. Yeah. So them going into uh, into all the different rooms from, you know, the dining car to area car to, car. to the bar, to fr- from car to car back into the storage, yep. that was great. Through the kitchen, through here, through there. He lights them on fire. They bash each other against the wall. He tries to throw them off the train and fails. And, and, tr- tries to, and, and Bond tries to stab him with, with an ice pick. Sure. You know. Normal Bond he, he, stuff. He he's seen Basic Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> he has. This this is canon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've uh, just decided. <laughs> yes. But yeah, you know, Batista gets tied up, I guess, by Bond, yeah. and these kegs are going out of the out of the train, and his one and only line in the entire movie was shit. Yeah, because he's tied up and thrown off the train, and yeah. that's the end of Batista. Yeah, it's it's kind of an unearned, you know, one-liner thing, but yeah. okay, you have to give him a line. I guess. You have to give him a line. I wonder how that much... That might be like a fucking, like, Actors Guild rule. You have to have a line if you are credited in the movie like this. Not necessarily. What was that movie we watched with Ruby Rose? She was in some movie where she said Oh, say that was John Wick. In John Wick, well, yeah. Well, she's also mute. In, yeah, she genuinely doesn't have any lines in that movie. Yeah. But she got a credit. Hmm. So I don't know what the rules I would, are. I would be more interested in how much he got paid to speak one line. <laughs> that's that's the other question, yes. <laughs> that would be far more interesting. By, by, by payment per line, yeah. he was well paid. So when did this come out again? Remind me. 2015. 2015. So when did Guardians come out? Probably about 2015. Yeah. So this was like his his beginning. Mm-hmm. And he got a lot of exposure, like all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the exact year, but it was probably around this time. Yeah. For the first one anyway. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, there's uh, some shenanigans. Basically, the uh, the C guy 
somehow it's suggested that you know there's trouble in south africa oh south africa voted no now there's suddenly all these explosions and bad Ooh, things happening in south attacks. africa Whoops. and what do you know now there's a unanimous ruling and yeah. they passed the the legislation and they're going to combine their efforts and also we're shutting down the double o program bye See ya. effective immediately so m's out of job all the agents are out of job we're shutting this shit down because we don't need you bitches anymore that's right <laughs> so bond is on his own they can't send any help even though they know exactly where he is they know they're on a train they well, know they're heading to this compound and, and they also have a scene where they realize oh all of our agents are also being bugged and yeah. and, and monitored not only the agents but the like like money penny yes. was caught on surveillance helping yep. bond so m knows this yeah. so he tells them no cuz all we you're going to do, do it. you're just is going to make more trouble and attract more attention to bond yeah. so we're going to hurt him not help him by helping him yes yeah yeah cuz if we if we do this they're just going to make it worse yeah yeah uh yeah but uh after batista uh, him and Swan, James James Bond and Dr. Swan, because, you know, that's her name. Madeline. Madeline Swan. Uh, they have sexy times on the train. Yeah. Yep, sexy sure, times. Sure, why not? That's number two. Uh, yeah, so they're in the middle of the desert, and then there's this car from the 1940s that comes to pick it them up. It looked like something out of a goddamn cartoon. Like I said, this is like a weird little moment where they're just like looking glamorous in the desert at this wasted out depot. Yeah. And this car from the 1940s shows up to pick them up. And this is, again, one of those, like, they know they don't even have to send a message because they're all being watched. Sure. They just have to sit there and wait. Mm -hmm. And so our our villain knows they're there, sends mm -hmm. a car, picks them up, and he just, in the grand tradition of James Bond villains, hosts them. You are all my welcome guests right. to my villainy. Right. Well, and this, this facility... They say it doesn't show up on any map. No. But from satellite imagery, it's there. Yes. And it is a crash site for a meteorite. Yes. That crash landed. A crater. A cr yeah, it is a crater that apparently has a abundant water supply. My secret volcano lair. My secret crater lair. <laughs> My secret crater garden. Yes. I think it probably has something to do with that it's a natural formation and there's probably maybe water send, tends to pool wherever it, wherever it gathers oasis. it pools down there it's like yeah. an oasis yeah. it's not like you can't find water in the desert it's I know just that. unusual also he's using it to water his lawn yeah his desert lawn is very thirsty <laughs> <laughs> oh my god shut up and enjoy the villainy <laughs> <laughs> that's the villainy wasting water betsy yes they're extravagant and ridiculous and wealthy, and that's the villains of James Bond. Right. They're not like nobodies. They're all like very well connected. They come from aristocracy. They're, but they're sociopaths. They're all sociopaths, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, he has to give up his gun, and they reveal they the whole plan to well, him. Well, they show him their rooms first. Yeah. And they and they put the pictures. 
Like their childhood pictures, somehow he got ac- access He's to. He's a super villain. He has access to anything he wants. He has water in the desert, Trent. Oh, okay, okay, that makes total sense then. <laughs> so yeah, there's a picture of her with her dad, yep. and he lays out a dress that fits her perfectly. Of course. You know, you it would be rude not to provide a wardrobe for your they know her guests. size. They know everything about you. And Facebook knows my size, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And then there's a picture in James's room that it's the same picture that was in the stuff from Skyfall. Which was a full picture, not yes. just a burned up photo. So it was in the original burned up photo, it was a older man yeah. and a young James. Yep. And then somebody who had been burned out of the photo. And in this picture, it's revealed that it was Franz. Franz the villain. Yeah. So, okay, they clearly grew up together. I guess. What's the context here? And again, I kind of... I kind of want to go and rewatch that whole thing with subtitles because he just kind of went off. I didn't really understand it. Oh, I did. We're getting to okay, it. Okay, we'll so get I'll to explain. there. Uh, yeah, but they're basically at this information compound and he reveals yeah. his whole plan because any good supervillain... That's what do. I need you to know what I am doing before I kill you. Well, and, and he knows that, you know, the, the double O program has been... Uh, shut down yeah, in real time he's got it on camera yeah and they well he even asks well why why are you james bond why are you here yeah i'm here to kill you well, I, I thought th- you came to die yeah well same, we'll see same difference yeah, we'll see <laughs> yeah and he gives up the information that he has built this network basically this merger of intelligence agencies is he, his idea yeah, he's, he's paid the for the equipment he paid for the building yep uh all of the entire stuff and in c is his disciple yes yeah and he tells james haven't you figured it out every time something bad happens to you it's because of me yeah, this guy me this guy me that woman dies me yep m dies me it was me 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 i'm taking all the credit <laughs> Uh, but you've been too dumb to notice. Yeah. Well, I feel too dumb to notice because it's like you're retconning. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> it's like you're retconning, guys. Almost as if, as if you were not actually in those movies at all. Mm-hmm. And there was no reference to you whatsoever. And the writers just wanted an excuse to make you so that they could continue making these movies. Yes. So this is about where it gets real, like, convoluted and weird because it's like we're just trying to hastily scrap everything together. So explain to me what's happening after he gets a fucking needle screwed into his neck. So he gets knocked out. James gets knocked out and he wakes up and he's strapped to a chair and he's got his fancy torture device. So he's got a drill that can basically get pressure points in your brain or something. Spinal cord. I didn't really understand. It kind of went into his neck, not his head. Well, it went into like his jaw. So, like, the first one kind of went in, like, at his temple jaw area. Maybe, like, the lower lobes of the brain Yeah, and he said something about, this is going to make your eyesight wonky. Like, he wants to torture him slowly. So, we we basically, why are you doing this? She keeps asking, why are you doing this? Yeah. And he tells her, because, again, super villain. So, James' parents died. In a climbing accident. In a climbing accident. So he grew up wealthy and he was basically handed over to Franz's father. His father took James in and 
taught him how to ski and taught him how to hunt and basically treated him like he would a son. Yep. And instead of enjoying the company of young James, he was a rich twat who couldn't handle being a, a sibling. Mm-hmm. And so he has resented James his entire life. Basically, this is all like a sibling spat, even though he's not a biological s- sibling. But how the hell doesn't James remember him? He does remember him. He does. He just doesn't realize that this is what has been happening because he didn't know he was alive. Because it is revealed that he resented his father for liking James more than he liked his own son. And that was the accident. So he killed his father. He triggered the avalanche. His father is dead. He disappeared. Okay. They can't implicate him for his murder Uh because they think he's dead too. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's fucked off for the last 20 years and been an evil specter behind the scenes. (laughs) Pulling the strings and making things happen. And and making James's life a living hell. Yes. So he's basically slowly torturing James over 20 years, but not face to face. And apparently that's not enough anymore. He's gotten too close. So now he's got to take matters into his own hands. Okay, this is even more fucked up than what I thought it was. Okay, well, what did you think? Because he literally explained this. I, I, I kind of glossed. I, I did. Yeah, I, you I were did. so distracted by drills going. I, on his I face. really was. I really was. <laughs> I did not like that one bit. No, and like he wakes up and there's a furry Persian cat there, and I'm like, what the fuck's with the cat? Why do yeah. you? Why does this villain have a cat? Like, how cliche are we gonna be? Yeah. And then he says his name is Blofeld, and you're like, oh, Blofeld. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh-huh. Like, I missed this entirely. Yeah. But yeah, once you said it and he shows up later with the scar, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, that guy. You know the Blofeld. It's the guy that Dr. Evil is based on. He's modeled after him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bald guy in a utilitarian suit yeah. who carries a white cat and he's mm-hmm. got a scar on his face. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, this is who we're dealing with. All right. Blofeld is just sick in the head. He is just literally throwing a temper tantrum because daddy likes someone else better. Mm-hmm. Short version of it. And that's what our supervillain is, is. It's really the root of all evil. I resent that you were better. You were Took better liked than for me. me. Yeah. That's so bullshit. <laughs> You're a big that's baby not, man. That's not even middle child syndrome. That, yeah. No, this is straight up like, I don't like you, so I'm going to like a sociopath murder you and your yeah. and your, your friends. All right. So this, this basically brings the whole Skyfall thing full circle. We find out what happened with James. We find out his backstory and what happens to, yeah. I, I, okay. All right. Now I get you're it. Caught I, up. I, I think I get it now. Okay. So, yeah, they make a heroic escape because he's got the watch that goes boom. He blows up the compound. We assume this guy is dead. Well, and the, yeah, they escape. The, he shoots this valve that explodes some gas, and that's enough for them to escape. But then when they're about to get into the helicopter, there is a much bigger explosion. Kaboom! Which I assumed at the time, 
oh, that was just triggered. Blofeld is still alive. He's He escaped and he triggered something well, to blow up the rest of his compound. I am in the future also. And I know he's in the new one. So I knew yes. he didn't die. <laughs> yes, I know that. So I knew he didn't die. Yeah. Just because I know he's in No Time to and Die. And I think even if I was watching this brand, brand new I would have thought the same thing. It's the thing we talked about before. If you don't see it happen, yes. it didn't actually happen. Yes, They're really good at demonstrating, like, look at this man flying out the train. Mm-hmm. He dead. Yeah. Look at this man flying out the helicopter. He can't really fly. He dead. Yep. <laughs> but also, when you get little tiny drills into your neck, you should be dead. Yeah, I didn't under... Uh, 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 that was freaky. I didn't like the drills. Don't like that. I don't like the tiny God drills. Damn it. And the little drop of blood. Yeah. Just a little drop of blood. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, you got to move on because it's... uh, you, you don't have lasers. You can't strap them to a table with lasers anymore. It's not the 60s trend. It's true. Uh, yeah, so we know what's going on. We know who our villain is. We know the system is bad, so we need to shut it down. So the rest of the MI6 gang gets together on a mission, mm-hmm. and they're going to hack the system and keep it from going online. They, you know, kidnap Madeline again because Blofeld's not really dead. Yep. He's in the old MI6 building that's rigged to blow because they're going to level the whole building. Yep. And, yeah, he's alive. He's Blofeld. He's the guy with the scar. He now has the scar. He now has a scar and his eyes all jacked up. Yeah. Uh, Which looked good. Yeah. That that looked believable. Yeah. It was, yeah. They all succeed, but yeah. everybody succeeds. They shut the thing down. The bad guy's uh, C falls off a, a ledge and dies. Yep. And, Very dead. you know, James rescues the girl. The building blows up. He mm-hmm. ping, ping, pings a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he's left with the choice. He could finish it or he can live happily ever after. And he opts mm-hmm. to take the girl. Yeah. So he throws down his gun, leaves I'm him out of alive. Bullets. I'm out of bullets. MI6. Which is a metaphor, Betsy. Oh, it he's is? all out of bullets. Oh, yeah, okay. Which from there. Okay, let's talk about the ending here. All right. So... The, the gang's back together. M is back in charge of everything. The new thing is not going on anymore. Uh, Q is back in his little in his little compound. James shows up and says, "Oh, there's just one more thing I need." Yeah. So they mention it in the beginning, uh, where he shows up the first time, saying, "Oh, look at this old car." He is yeah. the old Aston Martin. Is the old old school Aston Martin. But it's Martin. just the shell because he like yeah. basically blew it up. He just blows at it up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's restored now, so he gets to drive off into the sunset in it. Which right there, I feel like they were just trying to end it there, or at least they wanted to put a scene in there where he could just drive off into yes. the sunset. I am pretty sure this was supposed to be the last one, but because it wasn't well received, they didn't yeah. want to end it there. Right. Cause and this would have been a shame if this was the last one. Yeah. I think it was a little confusing and a little bit lost in the middle mm-hmm. and just enough reasons that he's like, I got one more. In I just, me. I didn't feel satisfied. No. By any of that. Ending. You could have ended it with Skyfall. Oh, yeah. That would have been fine. Yeah. That would have been off with Skyfall a bang. Skyfall was incredible. Yes. But this one, it's just like, wait, what? Who? Right. Huh? Why did like, you need just to bring up all this other shit? Literally. Just to, just to 
bring this new guy all the way up to the tip top mm-hmm. of your your uh, enemies list. Yep. And then he just gets to be arrested and he gets to live out his days in prison. I mean, if that's not satisfying from an action yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be more satisfying to end with something that isn't this. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my feeling. Like, maybe if I rewatch this, I'll have different feelings now that I understand. Especially if we go back and actually rewatch the other ones first. We might want to have If we to... just do the marathon. Yeah, we, we might go and watch at least Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll skim through casino royale i've seen skyfall plenty of times so i don't need to see that again right it's weird the things that i remember and don't remember and i just don't remember quantum i mean i remember uh the the casino scenes in casino royale Mm -hmm. with maz mickelson and the the car chase scene where uh, she dies and things like that yeah so i'm excited for the new one yeah yeah i'm glad we did this just to get set up for the next movie, which, again, will be Daniel Craig's last movie with uh, the James Bond series. Yep. Uh, when we watch that movie, we will cover it. Yep. Uh, as we will pretty much everything that we watch that's brand new. Yeah, most of the people from this movie are in the next one. Yeah. Leah Sadu included. Yep. Um, I think the only new additions, it's going to be Rami Malek and yeah. uh, Ana de Armas. From oh, Knives that's Out. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. It so. can't. It can't be worse than this. <laughs> it's, it's, again, it's not bad. It was just it's retcon, convoluted, retcon, retcon to hell. It didn't earn its ending. Yeah. I'm hoping that this ending will be satisfying. Yeah. I have a lot more to say about James Bond, but knowing that we're going to do another one of these, I'm going to save those thoughts for that one. Yep. (laughs) Totally. Uh, But yes, enough of this one, Betsy. We'll we'll read one email and we'll get out of here. This is from Stephanie about Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. I hear that's about baseball and corn. Might, Might be. It has been a long time since I've seen this one. But it holds a special place in my heart. And I feel like that's a lot of people. Oh, yeah. You, know, you, you see it when you're a kid. You, if, you're, if you're older than us, you maybe you, sh- you showed it to your kids and they grew up you know, watching it. It's, it's very much a movie that, you, it, that is a family movie. Well, and around here, it's in Iowa. It is in Iowa. Midwesterners are like, hey, I've been there. Yeah, I know know what corn is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It reminds me of my dad. There you go. It reminds me of my dad, and it's a really warm and loving movie. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but there are a ton of great baseball movies. Agreed. We talked about most of them. Uh, Last night, my husband and I went on our anniversary date and went to go see Malignant. You know, a great... uh, Great date movie. That Romance. Year. Malignant. Romance is in the air. <laughs> uh, it was horrible. <laughs> we walked out and went to the arcade instead. Excellent. All right. Balls. <laughs> uh, glad we salvaged our date night, uh, but horribly disappointed in Malignant. So bad. Do not watch it. We were not planning to. So thank you for confirming thank you. our decision. Yes. Love, super fan, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, but that's it for the show, Betsy. Yeah. So Bond, that's it for what is out there so far. Um, I mean, the new one's coming out soon. We'll I get there. I don't think we're going to watch it right off the bat. We're going to have 
a little bit of a break in the action for new movies. Probably. Uh, for a little while, anyway. We're going to have uh, just... just to, There's just... still not that many to see. No, no. It's still October, and the, the new, new stuff doesn't really start coming out until November, December. Correct. That is like Oscar bait. <gasps> what? Oscar season's coming up at Oh, good Lord. Didn't we just do that? Yes, we did. <laughs> It's but a that short, was, short season this year. It is a very short season this year. So so that all was said about Bond and Bond movies. Uh, email us. What do you think your favorite Bond is? Who's your favorite Bond? Yeah. Not just the movie. Who's Who your favorite Bond? Who is best Bond? Best Bond. Who is best Q? Who is best villain? Ooh. What do you think? Yes. What? Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bean, always best villain. Why not? <laughs> always will die. Facts. Al- al- always game to die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the that's the next title always of the game next. To die. That's the title of the next Bond movie. It's okay. Starring man. Sean Bean. He's no! the next Bond. No, I can't deal with it. He'll he'll do one and die. <laughs> He's 006. Yeah, he already died. No. Sorry, spoiler. Pre prequel. Prequel even, but, but he's older. That makes total sense and definitely tracks. But yes, tell us your thoughts about Bond. Tell us all your stuff about the Bond movies and this one and all the other ones. Email us at neverseenitpod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter, neverseenit underscore pod. And if you want to support the show, send us a buck or two or five or ten or fifty. I like bucks. You like bucks, Betsy? Okay. (sighs) Betsy. Try to play along here. Yes. It's for bikes. money. It's for money. Bucks buck, money. Buck, buck monies. Uh, yeah, that's the end of the show. It's been never seen it. That's the name of the show. It I is. I have to say it. So you're reminded <laughs> of what the name of the show is. So you tell your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes. And all that stuff. Do those Retweet things. us. Listen share the to stuff. Us. Tell your friends and your enemies. <laughs> But yes, I'm Trent, and that's Betsy. That's me. We'll be back to you next time with another episode of Never Seen It. Bye-bye. Bye.